Hey there, online family. Thanks so much for tuning into the Refuge Official Podcast today. We believe that the message you're about to hear is a powerful one. We believe that the Lord is ready and willing to do a great work. And we believe that through this message, you'll hear from Him today. So please enjoy. Well, this evening's message, I'm going to speak to you just for a few minutes about a thrill of hope. That's the title of this message. The title of this evening's message is taken from the lyrics of O Holy Night, which as we were looking at this whole year, this year when we began 2021, this was a year where we felt God wanted us to talk about the hope of humanity. And this has been our theme as hope throughout this year. And I, and I trust that throughout this year that you've received hope from God because hope is anticipation for the future. It's great expectation for what's coming. And O Holy Night actually is one of the most well-known Christmas curls that's, that really reflects the redemptive picture of God. Talking about the birth of Christ and God's redemption of humanity on this earth. And, uh, you know, I tell you, that's, that's my favorite. It's been my favorite. I, I used to really like Joy to the World. I, that's nice and peppy, and I can get into that, you know, move around a little bit. I don't do that a whole lot, but when it comes to dancing. But uh, Joy to the World is a good one. When we had young children in our house, Silent Night was my favorite. <laughs> right? And uh, some of you parents can relate to that, too, I'm sure. Um, but... Uh, Oh, Holy Night is my favorite right now. And, and as we just sung that, uh, we can see why when we really listen to the words. And there's one phrase in there that says a thrill of hope. A thrill is a sudden feeling of excitement and pleasure. Now, the world may pervert that thing, but in the economy of God, in the kingdom of God, there's a thrill that we can experience when we have hope, when we embrace hope. And, and as spoken, in the spoken word that we heard, hope is what Christmas is all about. Hope is confident expectation for the future of what God will do. Jesus is the hope of generations. He's the hope of every generation, including this one. Romans 15, 13 reads, and, and you can look at the slide behind me or the screen behind me to see this passage, or if you have your Bible, turn there if you would. But this has been our theme verse for 2021. It says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. God wants you to abound in this thing called hope, this confident expectation of the future. Now, if you wanted to describe a feeling of anticipation of the future that is better than the present, what kind of words would you use? Just think about that for a moment. Because really, when you begin to describe future expectation of what's better than the present, that's what hope is all about. It's declaring that, decreeing that, receiving that in your life. Now, uh, are you speaking words of hope? Have you been speaking words of hope? Are you speaking words of doom and gloom? Just think about that for a moment because we need to be speaking words of hope because the God, the God of hope has come to fill us with his hope. Amen? And hope is, is not optional for healthy humans. If we're going to be healthy, we need hope. We need hope to survive. Without hope, we're stuck in our circumstances and we can't see our way out of the darkness. 
And so we're celebrating Jesus' birthday today, and that's exciting. Christmas is a time to celebrate the greatest hope for humanity, the greatest hope for mankind. And Jesus is and always will be the reason for this season. And whether you're a young child or whether you're older, like maybe me, uh, Jesus is the reason for the season. And we can get excited. You know, I, I love to see the joy in kids' faces when they're carrying gifts open and, and receiving these gifts. And the exchange of gifts, there's so much that happens because gift giving is, is a, a focus of, of this time of year. But it, it should be uh, all year around, all year long, right? But you say, that would break the budget, Pastor, okay? So thank God, December, we can kind of plan, plan and budget that. But uh, Isaiah 9-6 reads this, and this is a, a, a scripture that's often read at Christmas time. But by the prophet Isaiah, these words declared what God would do for us. In Isaiah 9-6, it says, for, us, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Consular, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And that describes our Messiah. That describes our Lord. I want to take a moment and pray, and then we're going to share a couple more things, and, and we have some more things planned here for you this evening. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to celebrate Jesus, for Christmas is a Christ celebration, celebrating what you came to do in this earth through your Son. Father, I pray that you touch everyone here with a greater understanding and a revelation of, of the meaning of, of this celebration as we, Father, embrace the hope that you've given us, knowing that we can have confident expectation for the future. In Jesus' name, we give you praise. And everyone, if you want to say amen, say amen. If not, say oh me. Okay. Anyway, um, see, we all put our hope in something. Where's your hope today? The hymn, O Holy Night, is an eternal, an eternal message of God's hope for the weary. See, a, a hymn that declares the birth of the Messiah. Just to give you a little background, O Holy Night was originally written by poet and author uh, Placide Capu, and I actually went online to make sure I'm pronouncing that right. You can, for those of you that don't know, if you want to know how to pronounce something, you can, go, you can go online and you can put the name in there, the word in there, and it'll tell you how to pronounce it correctly, okay? So the, he penned this in 1843, so that's a long time ago, in southern France. The music for the song was composed by the prolific French, French composer and music critic Adolphe Adam. And in 1855, the song was translated from French to English by John Sullivan Dwight. And so that has been a classic for now centuries, okay? So I have four points I want to highlight, four phrases of the lyrics that we see in this hymn. Number one, the weary world rejoices. The weary world rejoices. This world is weary. It's worn down, it's frustrated, it's fatigued, it's stressed out, it's full of anxiety. But this is the time for the world to rejoice because we're given hope of a better tomorrow. Now, the weary world can rejoice 
I believe, not just once a year at Christmas time, but all year round. Would you agree with that? With the knowledge that Jesus came, he's come, and he's with you now. He's with me now. I can rejoice in him every day because he's ever-present. He's the ever-present one. I can experience the wonder of his love every single day of my life, and so can you. Why? Because God's promised Redeemer stepped onto the earth's stage and delivered us from a hopeless future. See, none of us who have embraced Christ and, and the hope that we have in him have a hopeless future. But we have a future and a hope, as it says in, in uh, Jeremiah 29, 11. The scripture tells us in, in Luke 1, 14, and you will have joy and gladness and many will rejoice at his birth. Wow. Yeah, at his birth. That's what we're to do even now. We, we rejoice at his birth because that was God's entry point into this world where he became a man to dwell among us and deliver us from the sin and the bondage that we were in. Romans chapter 12, verse 12 says, Rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. So we can rejoice in this hope that we have. We can rejoice in the future that's before us. And uh, some of the other things we don't like in this passage, Romans 12, 12, Romans 12, 12, is be patient in tribulation. You mean we have to wait this thing out? You know, this hasn't been so pleasant. Maybe you have gone through some things in 2021 that have not been so pleasant. But as we wait this thing out, there's a confident expectation that we have before us. And we can rejoice in that hope that's set before us. In 1 Thessalonians 5.16, I'm going to encourage every one of you to memorize this verse tonight. It's two words. If you can't memorize this verse, then we're going to have a prayer line after service. But rejoice when you feel like it. Rejoice half the time. Rejoice when you're at church. Rejoice when you're in the shower. Some people do that. No. Rejoice always. Always is always. There's not a time that we shouldn't rejoice. Now, sometimes it's difficult to rejoice when you're going through something difficult. But yet the word says rejoice always. So that's your memory scripture. Okay. First Thessalonians 5.16. Rejoice always. You got that? Okay. The second point. Did somebody say no? Okay. <laughs> Put the screen, put on the screen again. No. Okay, point number two. Uh, there's another lyric we see. Truly, he has taught us to love one another. His law is love, and his gospel is peace. Truly, he's taught us to love one another. That's what he came to do. You know, and there's I gotta add the next verse on here too. It says, chains shall he break, for the slave is our brother. He's come to break change. He's come to teach us how to love. See, love is the greatest and the highest commandment that we've been given. In fact, it fulfills all the other commandments. Did you know that if, if you embrace the commandment to love, then you'll fulfill all the Ten Commandments? Because if you love your neighbor, you're not going to steal from them. If, if, you, if you love Somebody, you're not going to kill them, right? Because the Bible says uh, we're not supposed to murder people, right? But if you follow the commandment of love, you'll fulfill the Ten Commandments. 
Jesus said in John 13, 34, a new commandment I give to you that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you are also to love one another. Now you might say, well, Pastor, that's impossible. How, how can I love somebody like Jesus loves them? The fact is when Jesus lives in you, he gives you the capacity, the ability to love others as he loves you. So that is the greatest gift that Jesus came to, to give is his love. His love resides in us, allowing us to love the unlovable. To love people unconditionally when they don't deserve love. And, and that's, you might say, how can I love the unlovable? It's because the love of God, when the love of God is in you, it transforms you, giving you the capacity to love others. And so, uh, point number three, and I'm moving through this. Are you proud of me? <laughs> I tend to be long-winded sometimes. and I always get a sermon after I get home, you know, about being too long. <laughs> no, I, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Are there pastors out there listening? You know what I'm talking about? Okay, no. Anyway, point number three. In his name, another, part, another lyric in this uh, Christmas carol, or Holy Night, is in his name, all oppression shall cease. In his name, all oppression shall cease. You see, Jesus' name is above every name that's named. The scripture tells us that every knee must bow, every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. The name of Jesus is powerful. It can defeat Satan in his tracks. It can defeat fear. It can defeat anxiety. It can defeat hatred. In Luke 4.18, Jesus, when he first announced and declared why he came to this earth, it reads, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind to be, and to set at liberty those who are oppressed. Jesus came to set at liberty those who are oppressed. A lot of people are oppressed in their minds. A lot of people are oppressed by sickness in their bodies. People are oppressed by uh, uh, abusive authority in their lives. People are oppress, uh, oppressed in, in countries where governments are not godly. There's oppression in this world, and Jesus came to address oppression. In Acts 10.38, another powerful passage we see from the Bible. Acts 10.38 reads how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, he went about doing good and healing all, notice all, who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. See, Jesus came to heal the oppressed. If you're dealing with oppression in your life, you can be delivered. You can be set free. And then point number four, worthy is the Lamb. You know, that's the part in this song that shifts the focus and attention where we worship God. Worthy is the Lamb. In Revelation chapter 5, verse 12, the scripture reads, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain 
to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. See, the lamb is in reference there to Jesus who died in our place. He died on the cross for us. He's the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, which was a parallel to the Old Testament offering of sacrificial lambs, which was a type and shadow of Christ that was signifying that our sins are forgiven because this Lamb is shed, that somebody had to pay the price so that sin could be forgiven. Jesus paid that price for you and for me. So I want to at this time, give an opportunity. If you're here or listening online, and it's an opportunity to accept an invitation. And it's an invitation to put your faith and trust in Jesus. Now, I know there's a lot of believers here, and many of you have done that. But maybe you haven't. And maybe you have some questions. Maybe you're trying to figure out your journey or your walk with God, or if God is even real. He wants to make himself real to you. But I want to ask you this question. What is the Holy Spirit speaking to you about this message that I shared with you this evening? Now, in the spoken word you heard, and, and I have to say this, that spoken word you heard earlier, someone in our church wrote that. We're not going to tell you who they are. They wanted to remain anonymous. But uh, they wrote that, and it just shows the, the gifts God brings to this house. And, but what a powerful spoken word. Part of that was... That little boy who brought us the hope, he is the light. And he loved the world so much that he was willing to grow up into a man who gave his very life to conquer death. When the grave tried to hide his light, its power showed that it was stronger than the tomb and burst forth into brilliant resurrection, claiming victory over hopelessness forever. I like that part right there. We have victory over hopelessness forever because of Jesus. You have victory over hopelessness forever. Whenever you have a hopeless moment, Jesus provided victory for you. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 12, the scripture tells us, Remember that you were at that time separated from Christ. And this is talking about a person that does not know the Lord alienated from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in this world. There are those that have no hope. Why? Because they're without God. But when they receive Jesus, who is God manifested in the flesh, they can receive hope. They don't have to be hopeless anymore. See, Jesus came into this world to save sinners in 1 Timothy 1.15, the scripture says, The saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into this world to save sinners, of whom I am the foremost. Now, the Apostle Paul wrote this, and he basically put himself on the top of that list. Why? Because he had conspired and had Christians put to death. He, he was a bad dude. But yet God saved him, and he realized that. See, either you desire to know the truth or you will be content with believing the lie. I'll say that again. Either you will desire to know the truth or you will be content to believing the lie. In believing the lie. And John 8, 31, 32 says, If you continue in my word, then you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. 
Jesus is the truth. The scripture says he's the truth, the way, and the life. No man comes to the Father but through him. I want you just to take a moment and bow your heads. And uh, nobody looking around at this time. Nobody, I ask that nobody move around. Because this is the moment where you can make a decision. A decision to place your faith and trust in Jesus Christ if you haven't done so already. And, and an opportunity for uh, you to experience the birth, the new birth of Jesus in your heart and life. See, Jesus came into this world and he was born as a baby. But right now he wants to be born into your hearts. The Bible calls that being born again. We can be born alive unto God. He wants to come into your life and be the Lord of your life and transform you from within. If you're here today and you say, Pastor, I don't know that my life is right with God, but I'm open now to allow him to come in. Maybe you've been dealing with a lot of pride and you just say, I don't really need God. But now you're saying, I'm willing and ready to surrender. There's a promise of eternal life for those who believe. But it's only to those who receive him and believe in him. For as many as receive him, to them he gives the power to become sons of God, to be part of his family. So if you're here and you say, Pastor, would you pray for me so that I could come to know Christ as my Lord and my Savior? I'm open and ready to receive him to receive forgiveness of my sins, and to receive this gift that was sent into this world, the gift of eternal life. If that's you, just lift your hand. If you would like me to pray for you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, there's a couple of hands, and that's fine. Let's take a moment right now. If we could, just let's stand up and pray. You've been sitting a while, and this way you can stretch out a little bit. But... um, um I'm going to lead you in a prayer, and we call this a believer's prayer. It's a prayer that we pray to put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And this can initiate a journey with God where you can begin to walk with him and receive his grace, to receive his life, to receive forgiveness of sins. God is for you, not against you. He wants to help you even in this moment. So pray this prayer after me if you would. Heavenly Father, I come before you in the name of Jesus. And I repent. And I acknowledge that I have sinned against you. Tonight I put my faith and my trust in you. Jesus, you came into this world to die on the cross for me. You paid my debt of sin. In this moment, I acknowledge you as my Savior. I choose you as my Lord. I put my faith and my trust in you. Lord Jesus, forgive me and change my life. I give my heart to you. Make my life what you want it to be. Man, just take a moment and talk to him out of your own heart, your own words. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for moving upon the people here, those that have tuned in online. 
that by your spirit you're drawing people to yourself, to a place of humble repentance, to a place of acceptance of, of who you are, to put their faith and their trust in you as their Lord and their Savior. Father, thank you for the gift of eternal life, the forgiveness of sins. Thank you for doing a work here and now. Father, stretch forth your hand to heal and deliver those oppressed, those in bondage, those weary, those who've been ravaged by sin. Oh God, we pray for healing, deliverance, and victory in this house tonight. In Jesus' name. Jesus, we celebrate who you are, the one who came to die for us, to give your life for us. And now, we give our hearts to you, our lives to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for tuning into the Refuge Official Podcast today. We hope that this message spoke to you in a very meaningful way and that you were able to connect with the Lord. And hey, if you made a decision to make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior today, we are first and foremost just so happy for you and we would love to get connected with you. So if you want to find some more of our content and find out how to get connected with us, feel free to check out our website at wearerefuge.net. Be blessed and have an amazing rest of your day.